welcome everybody to a new episode of Self Love Saga. This is the podcast where we believe that everybody has a hot body. I just giggle every the time. The tradition. Every time. Um, before we get started on our book club episode, um, how was your week? <laughs> Oh man, how was my week? Uh, super good. <laughs> um, <laughs> Try a little harder I know, and I'll right? believe you. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, well, one good thing that did happen that comes to mind immediately is I got promoted at my job. <laughs> so that was really cool. Um, I had applied once before and got turned down and they said it was only because of seniority. And to, like, apply again in the future, wink, wink. So I knew that they were, like, really wanting me to get the position eventually. Right. So, and today was that day. No, not today, but... <laughs> this week yeah, was that this week. week. Yes, exactly. So that was really fun. I was super excited, and I feel like a winner. Yay! <laughs> Good feelings. What about your week? Uh, I wish I could say my week was better. <laughs> Don't we always, though? Um, I have just been going through a lot of stuff personally, and then, like, a lot of stuff at work. Mm-hmm. So, like, my stress levels have, like, really ramped up. Damn. My uh, identity thief is at it again. Oh, my God. I. <laughs> it's like a forever curse. It is. It really is. Um... So, do you remember, like, when I told you, like, last November, mm-hmm. somebody called me mm-hmm. um, because they had arrested somebody and they used my information? Yep. Happened again. Twice. Oh, fuck. Is it the same person? Yes. Same person. Jesus. So, when I talked to the sergeant, um, he's like, I flagged your name, so in the future, if anybody... In the state, uses, uses your name, and they do a search on it. It's going to flag as a stolen identity, and they're okay. going to need to contact you. Good. So I really hope he did that. Right. <laughs> I have to trust that this police officer is going to do his job. Yes. Um, but now at this point, I'm like, what do I do to avoid getting a warrant put out for my arrest? Right. Because that can happen. Like, I had to call multiple people this last week to be listed as a victim on this other case where a cop did not do his job to verify this person's identity. Right. And um, when I talked to that police officer, I told him, I was like, I just want to avoid having a a warrant put out for my arrest because... I'm an upstanding citizen. I don't... I need to have my transportation, my job, you know? Yep. Um, and he's like, well, unfortunately, it's kind of unavoidable at this point. I'm like, in my There's head, no I'm resources? Thinking, There's I'm like, nothing? So, you're... There is a way, but you have to do your job. Yeah. I'm not going to tell a cop to do his job right. Yeah. You're just like, okay. But, like, at this point, like, I've talked to enough police officers to know when somebody is not a good police yeah. officer. They're going to actually follow through. They're yeah. thorough and they're, or they're lazy and the piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> exactly. So, I've been dealing with that. 
And then at work, there's just kind of been like an entire staff turnover. Oh God. And that's, that's always stressful. It's not just like sales associates, but like management too. Oh Jesus. Yeah. So like, <laughs> is there a curse of the store too? Like there's a curse of the identity <laughs> and then there's the curse of the store. It's just been one of those times, man. I did my, um, oh gosh, what month is it? April. <laughs> I know, it's almost May. <laughs> um, I did, like, my April full moon meditation, and it's, oh, like, yeah. Libra's in full moon and all this stuff. I'm like, I'm a Libra. So this I was like, great. this is going to be great. And, like, when I was listening to my meditation, this lady mm-hmm. kind of gives, like, an overview of it, like, things that what are going to happen yeah. and stuff like that. And she's like, and for Libras, it's just going to, like, bring everything more to the surface and be, like microscopy Um, yeah like (laughs) enhanced and she's like be worried because around the 24th then that's when like a lot of stuff is going to happen and your entire world is just kind of kind of be turned upside down well manifestation (laughs) goddess and i was like okay i'll be prepared for that i wasn't no. no. And then, like, Mercury is going to go into retrograde, um, like, May 10th, oh, 9th fuck. or 10th. So, it's going to be a fun summer, man. Like, <laughs> at least we have some information to arm ourselves with. But it also is like a double-edged sword. Like, you know it. So then, like, I get about it, you're hyper-focusing. But then Maybe it's... I had that I manifested because I'm thinking about it so much. But also, you don't have control over other people's lives. Exactly. So it's like, exactly. Now you're just more aware that and everything is happening. Well, I mean, like, I don't have control over other people's lives, but it doesn't mean it's not going to impact me. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so now I just have to deal with the fact that I just need to handle the way that it impacts me. Yes. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> The adapting, the adapting of our lives is so difficult, Ugh. and it's like you don't get better at it unless you're practicing it. So <laughs> here's to practicing. Here's to practicing. You're doing a great job. Thanks. You're getting it through one day at a time. Well, yeah, like, hour by like, hour. With this whole like identity theft stuff, I'm like, okay, well now I'm gonna have, like, I'm gonna buy myself like an hour by hour planner so I can start like recording really, yeah. and monitoring everything that I do. So just in case I do get arrested, you have proof. I have alibis. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, can you do, so like what, she's stolen your name, your birthday. Does she like my social security, social security number? Security. So is, can you at least change your social security? I don't I feel think like so. I've that before too. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. Cause I feel, cause they, I'm trying to think. I'm like, I know there's, like, situations where, like, that's got to happen, though. Yeah. There's got to well, be yeah. a way. I mean. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Like, that is such a fail system. It is. Like, you get one number. Yeah. And if other people are abusing it, well, yeah. that, that sucks. That sucks for, for you. you. Yeah. Yeah. You got pulled the lucky number, bro. Well, and it's funny just because, like, I just forgot my wallet in my boyfriend's car. Yeah. And then his car was broken into. Yeah. And it's like, it's someone in Utah. Oh, yeah. So it's like, okay, well, we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you just could be like that movie where you find the identity thief, the identity thief and it's a uh, Sandy, what's her face? 
Oh, I know who it is. Her name is Michelle War. Oh. I don't mind putting her on blast to my five listeners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Michelle, we know you. We know where you no, we know, I even, know where you are, but... I even was, like, bold enough to, like, search for her on, like, Facebook. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm looking for. You're just like, I want to be like, go <laughs> but, like, yourself. go look at these faces and be like, you might be somebody who steals identity. You look sketchy as fuck. I'm profiling hard right now. <laughs> yeah. That's Jessica. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Damn. Um, but I feel bad that you're even in that situation. Darn it. Yeah. It's, I just feel violated. Yes. It's so frustrating. They're walking like, around being you. Yeah. But only when they're in trouble. Yeah. When they get caught. Oh yeah, I'm this person. Yeah. Why do they think that's going to work? Does it work for like a little bit of time? Like... You know, I it? don't know. I would, my guess would be they think they're going to get away with it. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm like, let's watch a I, documentary. I like try to put myself in this person's shoes. Yeah. Identity thief. But like, the only thing that I can think of is they're just doing it to save themselves. Right. Which is what it is. Yeah, they're trying to get out of it. They're trying to get out of their own fucked up situation. Probably, with the own choices that they made. Yeah. They probably have a whole, like, track record, so they're like, if I could avoid any more new charges and put it on someone else, and it looks, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> bless you. Thank you. I held it in a little bit. That so, was my brain exploding. Now I am <laughs> having to, like, start my own little victim folder of, of hour-by-hour <laughs> alibis. Well, it's so funny because when I was talking to Joe about it, I was like, said that as a joke. And he's like, actually, that's not a bad idea. And I was like, oh, shit. I I should probably listen to you because you kind of have like a degree in forensic science. (laughs) And so, and like when you talk to the police officers, they didn't give you any advice like, hey, like, because now we're going to be flagging it. So like that helps you. But like anything that you can do personally like any action steps at all he said to you know of course invest in like a life lock right i'm like that's not going to prevent somebody from using my information when they get arrested yeah um which i already have like a credit freeze i have frozen my credit yeah. So nobody can use it right. unless they have my special PIN number That's that right. I created. Yeah. Um, I changed my bank account Good. completely because somebody got, got right. a hold of my information and, like, my blank checks right. from the wallet that was stolen. And so I had to, like, completely deactivate that checking account and open up a new one. Yeah. <laughs> so those and, are, like, yeah. I ordered myself a new social security card, but it's the same number, right. so that really doesn't help. Right. And then I have, like, uh, it's a identity protection um, subscription to, like, a company, you know? Yeah. But, like I said, that's not going to prevent somebody from using yeah. my information. Or at least, yeah, trying to. Or giving those you know. people that they get caught with. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And so he's like, you can also look into hiring like a civil litigator and like suing that person, but you're probably not going to get anything out of it. Right. No. Because um, that person's stealing shit because they got nothing. So yeah. Like, yeah. It's not really like beneficial. So 
I am kind of at this point where I'm like, do I invest and, and like spend all of this money? Like, what is the benefit to this? That I was talking to, to Joe about it. And he's like, well, I mean, you can. It might be a good idea just because maybe if you go after this person, you might scare them enough that they stop using right. your information. That you're going to go hard at them, yeah. Yeah. Or, and it also provides legal um, paperwork and legal evidence. Like, this has been happening. That this has been happening History. to you. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that's a lot of money to spend for that. So yeah. that's kind of the place that I'm in right now is I'm trying to debate on hiring a lawyer. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> okay, well, so if Michelle Hard War, war. Michelle War wants war, no, <laughs> she's going to get it. Right. <laughs> if she wins a million dollars, then sue her. I know. Because then, you know, uh, then you'll get something out of it. <laughs> yeah. Well... I don't think that's, that's how lucky happen. we are. <laughs> but there is somebody that like works with me who he is like our district like asset mm -hmm. protection mm -hmm. person. Right. And he was showing me this really cool like um stuff like program that he has where he can easily like find people. Oh cool. And I like just gave him like my junk email address and he was able to find like my childhood home address and like relatives. Like it's crazy That's what you can do. It's terrifying for sure. But I want to like go to him and like tell him the situation so I'm in. Be like, can you look up this person for me? Yeah. <laughs> so just Start in case it. I do need to like open up a civil case or send some threats. No. <laughs> I can like you yeah. have some information on them. Um, also, I want to see if she has been anywhere in my store. Oh. And then if she has, like, cases against her for my company. Because then, yeah, you could actually legally use those against her, too. Yeah. So. That would be interesting. Yeah. Damn. Look at you sleuthing on. So, like, I love it. I have ideas. Uh, it's so good. See, but action steps money. forward. That's beautiful. <laughs> I love that. But, yeah. You're a resourceful this... woman. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Yes. I love it. But anyway, that was my week. That uh, is very understand. Like, that's, I see why yeah. you're feeling the way that you're feeling. Yeah. It was so funny. I was hugging Joe the other night. And he's just like, are you okay? <laughs> Don't ask me that question now. I'm like, don't ask me that or I'm going to cry. <laughs> that means that you need to cry, Jessica. I know, exactly. Like, I'm just thinking of it now and it's making me want to cry. But, yeah, like, it's just like, my, I'm just stressed right now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Understandably so. I'm like, I worked Friday through yesterday without oh, a break. Oh, damn. So... I'm just tired, too, man. <laughs> it's like, we need to plan a day for you to have a nap and, like, a bubble bath. And I know, right? reading a beautiful book. Well, I have Saturday and Sunday off, so oh, I've, nice. I got, like, major plans oh, for that. Like, I'm One gonna, more day. I'm going to have, like, a little mushy trip, and then, like, I have, like, my new little, like, bookshelf that came from Amazon, Aww. so I'm gonna, like, put that together, and then I'm gonna make my little witch altar, and... Yes! So, yeah, I mean, like, I have plans, but I just have to <laughs> wait 
till Saturday. Maybe it's like when you know when all this like bad juju's gonna be happening, like <laughs> you're a Libra. Oh yeah, watch out for this. Then maybe you could like plan some good things to look forward to. Exactly. Because this is a little bit offsetting. It will help balance out help balance the stress out the chaos. and like you to process things. Yeah. Hopefully. I can, <laughs> watch I the do. show is like so hard to put together and you're just so frustrated. It just amplifies it by 10. <laughs> Which is okay. It means that you need to get it out. I mean, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it'll just force you at that moment though. <laughs> But, and then I made myself, I had a couple of hours of, like, alone time yeah. on, like, was it Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Because Joe goes to work early and then I don't have to be to work till 1, so, like, I have, like, that morning. So right. I made myself, like, a little protection spell jar and, like, self-soothe yes. over that. Gave good. me, like, put all my, my good intentions into it to help to protect myself. Yes. So There we go. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really am trying. I am trying. <laughs> Utilizing my resources. That's all you gotta do. Um, That's great. But, yeah. <laughs> so, today. Yeah. <laughs> enough about me. No, it's amazing. It all kind of goes together, because... It's kind of true, though. Yeah. It all, it's all meant to happen. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so we are doing book club episode. It's our first book club episode. Yes. Um, yeah, we're definitely going to be doing more of these. I really thought this was like a cool experience to at least listen to a book together. Yeah. And now we get to both go through it. So yeah. I'm excited. I know, right? And I actually found out that she has another book. Oh, because when I went into listen to it this morning, I, I, one of her other books popped up on there, and I was like, oh. "Ooh, I've got like a million credits, so I don't care wasting one yes. on this." No, that's investing. <laughs> investing, exactly. Um, that one is a little bit longer. It's like six hours, but oh, I'm like, so easy, yeah. so easy. Like for those nice small short books. But anyway, so we are, um. Doing a, I don't want to call it a book review, but we're talking about... It's like our thoughts yeah. on... Um, so the book is called Women Who Run With the Wolves, Myths and Stories of the Wild Woman Archetype. And it was written by Clarissa Pinkola Estes. She's a doctor. She's a doctor. She's got a PhD. She's a very smart woman. Yeah. And I love, I've never read, like, a book like this, so it was super interesting. Mm -hmm. Definitely has that fairy tale vibe, which was so cool. Because, like, (laughs) as she's, like, going through it, I'm like, what does it all mean? And I'm trying to, like, put all these different meanings. And it's like, you can. You can interpret these tales to kind of fit anything that you needed to. Right. But then, like, her resolution, I was like, oh. Beautiful. That fits so... That's amazing. It's like having know, these right? little twists and turns. And then you get to find out at the end. And there's like several of those stories. Yeah, so several stories. And yes. there are... So if you're somebody who, you know, loves fairy tales, loves the grim stories, loves... And it's like the real fairy tale, not yeah, like Disney. It's yeah, like but I mean like even actual, if you enjoy Disney and want more some from depth, it, yes. some depth from those stories... Right. These classic fairy tales are just, uh, they're amazing. So well written, good meanings, yeah, super, they're uh, so good. 
Definitely so read the book. <laughs> um, so we're not going to talk about the fairy tales in right. there because we don't, we don't want to spoil, spoil it. it for you. <laughs> so good. Um, but I'm just going to read kind of like a synopsis of um, the book and um, then we'll kind of get into the story. Yes. I've got like four pages of notes. I know. I have like, well, they're just like phone notes, but I got like two or three. I got three. <laughs> nice. I love it. Um, so this book is the author working stories as per her work with patients. The stories um, were given to her from family and other people that she met on her travels. Uh, a way to hand over knowledge about the cycles of life and forms of healing. Forms of art are a way for her to use uh, the potential for healing and help her patients along the way. Um, so, deep instinctual nature became endangered through society right. as it's not regarded as important. Rationally, the decision making through the head has become the primal and soci socially accepted way of things. The wild woman archetype is instinctual knowledge which everyone has deep inside. It is knowing when to stay and when to leave, when to let live and when to let die. It is knowledge about the natural cycles of life in balance. There are high expectations on women nowadays. They should be everything for everyone. They were treated as property, objects, and lesser beings. Fairy tales picture ways for growth, and give instruction on how to find one's own right way. We may have lost the connection to our deep instinctual guide, but she is still there and can help us. The wild woman lives everywhere, and we can be found everywhere, in beauty, in daily affairs, in an honest smile. Many women long for the deep instinctual in a world where rationality thrives. Through cultures, the wild woman has many names in many different countries. I'm not going to read them. <laughs> the words, I'm going to totally slaughter them. Um, um, it makes women shaky. Oh, sorry. One sec. Losing contact to the inner guide takes away joy and inspiration and makes women merely function in everyday life. It makes women shaky, depressed, feeling powerless, shame-bearing, chronically doubtful, and more. When women's lives are in stasis or filled with ennui, it is always time for the wildish woman to emerge. Within every woman, there is a place where joy and freedom live, a secret place for lush growing. The wild woman can act as an ally, leader, model, teacher to women. She carries everything a woman needs to know, and medicine for all things. To be with the instinctual nature means to act wholeheartedly and groundedly. Old scars and passion are doors through which a woman may find her way back to instinctual nature. So I love that. That's kind of like an introduction to the book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's dive into the dive notes. in. <laughs> Um, so I, 
if it's okay with you all. Oh, yeah. No, I'll start. I'm, down. I'm ready. Let's, let's do this. I'm um, excited. So when I was listening to the book, I, like I said, I didn't write down any of the fairy tale parts. I think that that no, yeah. is definitely something where she's an amazing storyteller. Yes. And I don't want to take that away right. from the book and spoil that for you guys. Yeah. So what Same. I did was I kind of just wrote down things that she said leading into the stories and after the stories of explanations. And we can kind of talk about those. Love it. Um, but the one that I started with is that she had said that we all start as a bundle of bones somewhere in the desert, shattered and covered in sand. And we need to kind of go out and recover each part um, of those bones. The bones, I feel, being like our pieces, soul, pieces yeah. of our soul. Um, and that's like discovering why... discovering ourselves. Yeah, it's discovering your true, full self, Potential. mind, body, spirit, all together right. in one. Um, and that's why people do things like meditate, do tarot readings, art, dance, music, ways to express themselves. Yeah, That's why we do these things is to find those parts of ourself to become a whole being. Um, and we're just trying to gather the skeletal parts so um, we can, like I said, bring us back to center and make ourselves a whole being. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, like, I never really truly felt my who who I was deep down inside Yeah. until I started meditation. Mm -hmm. I was able to kind of, like, quiet my mind and my body to actually be able to tap into the soul part of my right. being. And I actually, while listening to this book, she talks about how, um, never mind, we'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> but I just like had like this super connection with this book, especially when we talked about my divorce last week. Yeah. I was just like, maybe I'm like coming at this from a different perspective. Yeah. You know, and when we talked earlier of like, you know, listening to something more than once, you kind of are able to, like, pick up on more things. Yes. So this is the second time that I have listened to this book. Yes. And I knew that there was a reason why I loved it. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to come but back like... to this one day. <laughs> so that's why I was just, like, instinctually, I'm like, we just have to read this book. So um, anyway, so I don't know, listening to it this time, I was just like, felt really connected to it with that part and aspect because I'm like, I can see each stage of my life yeah. as she was talking about it through the book. Yes, definitely. Did you kind I of the, feel that? Well, the the idea that I kind of got from it was like the way that she was explaining it, what came to my mind. Because I've only listened to it once. This is my first time. But I definitely read it as soon as it was done. I was like, okay, I need to listen to this again. Because <laughs> I know there's stuff that I could get out of this more. Because I kind of listened to it like over three days. <laughs> Which I was like, I, I want to like sit down and like binge it because right. and really dissect it. But I was thinking like, 
her and with like the meditation the creativity I'm like it's literally just kind of like looking inward and like speaking with your own consciousness mm -hmm. and like even discovering what and who your own consciousness is like what is driving you like from your experiences in life going through life that has molded you in like what these pieces look like because like they end up in all these different areas like it's not it doesn't look the same for everybody so like what like it's just seriously just a discovery journey where I feel like if you're asking certain questions you're going to be able to find that specific tidbit too yes so and it's like those are the different stages of life like what you're looking for what you go through so that was kind of like my thoughts like when she was saying that because I'm a little less like creative I want to say like in the way that she described it but I definitely feel myself as like spiritual but so, I feel like you are creative you're a phenomenal well, cook the cook yeah part yeah I mean <laughs> and we express our creativity in completely so different, different ways. ways yes I mean where somebody like you is some someone who loves to cook and yeah. bake and shows their love that way whereas I love meditating and yes. doing spells and um, tarot reading. That's yeah, my thing. Exactly. I know cooking is your thing. It could be fucking knitting for somebody else. <laughs> I want to get you know? knitting, actually. So, like, <laughs> it's just your way of, like, tapping into your inner self yes. to figure out what it is that completes you. Yes. And, like, helps and you. And drives you. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So that's, like, what kind of, like, the that I was, like, getting from it from the beginning. I was, like, this is like the whole journey we've been going through. <laughs> this is it. This is it. <laughs> it was like a cool aha moment. And something that she says too throughout it is like, she says wild, because through the whole thing, the, uh, and that is just means your uh, natural state, like yes. your instinctual state, who you truly are. So going into that, whenever she would say wild, I was just like, oh yeah, like I'm wild. Like, But I was just like really trying to tap into like, who, who is the wild Emily who, like, you know, asking those questions. You know really what cool. the, like, just popped into my mind? Have you ever watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yeah. So do you remember that episode where she, like, goes into the deep, this, like, deep spell to, like, meet the first Slayer? And it's, like, this I like I do remember that. native woman who... Yes. Yeah, so, like, that yes. kind of reminds me of that, like... Over the generations, women have been molded and forced and and into people. something that they're not. Yes. And, like, we have to, like, travel back through our subconscious to our more primal yes. level yes. and find that first wild woman yes. within us. That's a... Oh. I know, that's right? beautiful. <laughs> like, that's exactly, like, my mind. Yes. That's the one. <laughs> Anyway, so <laughs> the next part is that she kind of, like, talks about the mistaken zygote, mm -hmm. which... Yes, I, which was interesting. It's very interesting. I don't think I fully understood it the first time, so I'm, like, I'm interested what, to hear what your thoughts are, see if I can pick up on other things, because I was like, oh, that's, like, an interesting thought I've never heard of before. Yeah, so, so cool. I feel like the best way to think of it, of the mistaken zygote fairy, is... The stork and yeah, the baby. Yeah, the baby. Yeah. Um, so totally good analogy of that analogy. So <laughs> <laughs> the mistaken zygote fairy is essentially 
when it's we're fucking the Grinch, bro. <laughs> gets dropped off at the wrong house (laughs) exactly we're these little baby souls just like so excited to get to where we're going we're like jumping up and down just so excited and new life let's go we're like ready to attack the world with our energy and our passion (laughs) and but we get too excited that we just like fall out of our little basket and we're placed into a family that was not meant for us or intended for us. Um, And um, we are put into a place where that environment was not meant for us. It's like you were meant to be planted in a forest, lush green moisture, and you get dropped into the middle of the desert where there's not the nourishment that your type of intellect needed or that you would thrive off of. You'd exactly. be stunted a little bit in your growth. But exactly. Over time though, you're not it doesn't mean you're not gonna be as beautiful or as magnificent as someone who's placed in that nourishing ground. Yes. You kinda have to like find your own way to like nourish yourself back to Kind of like the path that you were meant to be. Yep, It's just kind of like a different way around it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And, you know, we're put into this situation where we're not given our full potential. um, And so we're trained to be contained and domesticated. Um, And this is... We're kind of used for other people's... Like, what they want from us. Yes. Um, Because it can be anywhere from, like, you were accidentally dropped into an abusive home. Or a home where you experience a lot of trauma and loss. Or even into a home with really strict religious beliefs. Yeah. And you're molded into somebody who isn't who you really are. Right. Um, and I mean, I feel like that's happened with women since the beginning of time. Yeah. I mean, totally. we are people who our feelings don't matter to men. Right. We're objects. We're made, um, and used for property. Breeding. Breeding. Money. And that's it. Yes. You know, um, just to fulfill the needs of, the men around us. Right. And then to be used as tools for um raising the men's children. Right. We were bre- we were bred to be contained is how she put it. Yeah. And Which was I was like, ooh, goosebumps. <laughs> I literally just like made that in my note. I was like, oh damn, that is <laughs> that's like it's horrifying and true. <laughs> and it makes you kind of just like want to beat the system for at least for me in my shoes, like thinking about my children. I'm like, I have two boys, but like from my perspective, I can teach them like if they end up with like a female partner or, you know, a partner who identifies as a woman to be able to show them that me as a woman in my experience, that you know, we kind of have those societal things and that's kind of how our brains have been like 
molded and written and used, abused, and changed over time and try to set an example that we are not our society, we are our own individuality and try to like set that example that different is good and that just because we see all these shiny things in media and that's we're supposed to attain a million dollar house or have complete you know source of money where it's ever flowing and you know you have to I don't know hit the ground running like if you're poor and you just that's all you have worth to the world is how much money you have or your material things but it's really not that that's only what that's the only thing that media has to show you. Yeah. Is all material things. They can't show you spiritual journey. No. They can't show you what your path is. It's not sellable. It's not easily profited off of. So, of course, exactly. that's what they're going to be selling. Yeah. So, it's kind of just like breaking away from that and thinking that's not where the true worth of our life is. It's yeah. actually in here. All of it. Yeah. It's, you're all complete. Mm-hmm. As you sit where you are in your life at every time of your life, you're complete. But your journey just means that you're going to be adding to your collection of your completeness. So every time you find something new, that just adds more to right. who you are. Yeah. More depth, more complexity. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you're like looking at it from an aspect as a mother. Yeah. I'm like, that's because, <laughs> I mean, that's the way it is. Like, you have to train your mind and teach your mind to think a different way than what's always like being thrown in your face right. thrown in your face exactly I like and that. it's so more prevalent now more than ever oh yeah and it's just gonna keep getting more and more and more mm-hmm. so I'm like wondering like how can we <laughs> uh take take these ideas of like being our own individuality and like <laughs> Making money off of that, like, why isn't there some way that we can, like, sell that to people instead of being like, oh, yeah, you need to lose seven pounds to be this perfect size. And be yeah, like, actually, if you spend, like, 45 days doing this practice to help yourself with this specific th- thing, you're going to get so much more out of, out it. of it than X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. otherwise. Yeah. So. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the next thing that I wrote down was that she had mentioned that we're all infected with a wild yearning inside of us. Um, but all feel a certain shame to it. Oh, totally. And I was like, that's my entire teenage years. (laughs) Well, yeah, she talks a lot about, um, sexuality and sensuality and lust and love and, I was like, yeah, that during that time, that's all I felt was just shame. Yes. Because I was trapped and being molded into someone else's picture. Somebody else's picture. <laughs> yeah. And it feels wrong. It does. It really does. It's like that just that should be your first red flag. It's like my in my instincts are ringing <laughs> that this isn't right. And that's where that shame comes from is that but you're it's kind of misplacing the shame like oh, I feel wrong about this, but you're thinking, oh, you're wrong about who you are instead of, I feel wrong about being put in this mold. Yeah. So. Yep. And then, um, you know, once we're able to find that release and find that piece of us where we're 
can no longer be contained. Yes. Like for me, it was my divorce. Yes. You know, <laughs> you know, yes. then we kind of let that wild woman within us just completely unleash. Yes. And, um, <laughs> and what I wrote down was she said that you will go on a rampage <laughs> yes. if, if over domesticated and you will have a period once released from captivity where you just go wild, you yes. know? <laughs> and I did. Yeah. Like, I had that Everything that we period repressed. of time where I repressed everything and I finally had that freedom. I just, like... All came out. All came once. out at once. So, but she says, you know, this is natural. It is a natural process. You just have to make sure that you monitor yourself. Safely, yeah. Set boundaries for yourself yes. so you're doing it in a safe way yeah if you're somebody who wants to go out and experience alcohol or drugs then you need to make sure that you are not driving drunk not doing harmful Other chemical yes. drugs you know <laughs> yes. that if you're going to go out and sleep with a lot of people great do it Safely. protect yourself yeah use forms of protection yeah. So it doesn't harm you in the yeah. long run. You don't want the repercussions of doing those actions inappropriately. So if you if you're able to take a step back and, you know, protect yourself, then you're gonna get a lot more out of it. And it kind of it shows you how powerful you are. Like we have this power to repress all this energy. But that energy is going to eventually come out. Yeah. But look at what happens when all the energy comes out. Like, we are incredibly powerful. Even though that might look and feel shameful at the time, and you look back and be like, wow, that was, that wow, was that's embarrassing, or like, whatever you feel about it. But it's like, really, though, we have immense power within us, energy. So, yeah. like, if you, and she says it too, where, like, if you can transfer the energy or channel it to work for you, like, maybe, like, while you're walking, you're channeling the energy, you're writing, painting, you're, you're being inventive, creative. Um, then, you know, you can use that to get even more out of it. It's kind of like a, a synergy. So mm, yeah. it works with you and it yeah. can grow into even more. Bloom and blossom into who you yes. really truly are. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I know. So <laughs> I felt that moment. Good. That's good. Um, I wrote down kind of like what you just said, but like she says that, you know, women have a soul that needs to express themselves. Yes. Like we have right. a need and a want to develop and blossom and it's impossible to have a full life if these opportunities are taken from you. Exactly. Yes. So do not ever let anybody take that from you. You could easily be put into a situation where those are taken from you and you don't even realize it. Mm -hmm. But make sure that you take those back. Eventually it's going to happen. Yeah. Because like you said, you repress and you repress. Eventually there's nowhere else for it to go. Yeah, and you're that just energy gonna, is still there. You're, it's going to escape at some point. Yeah. So you need to be allowed and give yourself permission to express who you are. Yes. Whether it is good or bad. Yes. 
Yeah. Is that, I mean, that there's no right answer. So all the things that's going to happen in your life are going to add to your journey, to your pieces in some way or another. And that's okay. Definitely. Um, then she mentioned the way to do this is listen to your intuition. Mm -hmm. Your intuition is the greatest gift that anybody can ever have. Yes. It can be called different things to different people. Um, growing up, I thought it was the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, it's your, it could be your little uh, angel on your shoulder, or it could be your little Jiminy Cricket. Though All the same thing. It is your intuition. It is your gut feeling. Yeah. Um, everybody has it. Every woman has it. Um, and it is the greatest gift. So you need to learn what your intuition feels like and you need to listen to it. Mm -hmm. You know, we have those thoughts and we have those feelings for a reason. It is for your growth and your protection. Yeah. I don't think, well, like your true nature is not going to be something that's going to be like trying to do something against you or that's going to be like innately bad like your true instinct it's going to be those animal instincts where it's like something's coming in danger and you're either trying to avoid it or adapt or change freeze whatever your body is reacting to do mm -hmm. so it's a huge tool that you can use and if you're listening just a little bit more than maybe you have been or trying to tap into that, I think you'll notice and be more aware of it, just practicing it yeah. and listening. Yeah. It, the analogy that she gave was, imagine that you're at a table with all different kinds of foods. You have so many options, and you're sitting there, and you're looking at this table, and you're so hungry, and you know what you want, and listening to yourself so you know what you want to eat off of that table so it's just like taking that moment and like looking at all of your options you know and weighing those options listen to yourself listen to your thoughts listen to your thoughts yeah. thoughts <laughs> <laughs> try each one if you need to a little yeah bit just a little dabble do yeah you know <laughs> Um, until you figure out what it is that sparks that person within you and sparks that intuition. Yeah. And then the more that you utilize it, the more that you listen to it, and the more that you get that positive reinforcement from listening to it, the easier it's going to be yeah. to utilize. It's be a loudspeaker phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, like, that's why I stuck with meditation was yeah. because it was... I was able to quiet and calm my anxiety enough to be able to hear and listen and recognize my intuition. So, you it's know, superpower. It, it is. And I mean, I'm sure that people who paint or draw when they're in that zone, they're able to easily tap in and listen to their intuition as well. Yeah. So it was interesting because she kind of talks about that a little bit where it's like, if you imagine yourself like you're aroused in some way and then you're using that arousal or energy 
to let's say you paint and you're sitting there painting and like you are like basically transferring that out arousal energy onto your painting and that kind of like interpreted your I don't know conversation with yourself what that looks like but like now it's like a physical thing for you which I thought was really cool I was like okay I'm gonna do that a little bit more like yeah I'm listening to my intuition but like how do I like transform that to be on the outside right how do I paint that picture and then I was like actually thinking like now I want to like sit down and like feel those feelings and just like kind of like paint whatever flow comes out and see what that ends up looking like and have it be like an inspirational piece and be like that's what that type of energy looks like to me yeah what I went through when I painted that those were the feelings that it was creating I love Um, that yeah Oh, so good. (laughs) Um, So ways that we can reconnect with our wild nature. Um, Don't conform to ideas without examining it first. Mm -hmm. Um, Choose things that beckon to you. Mm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Something you're really drawn to. Um, Look inward. Um, What are you personally hungry for? What is it that you're seeking out? Mm -hmm. So. Kind of goes with like your love languages. What, what really, you know, speaks to you and makes you feel appreciated, love, taken care of all the things that you would be doing kind of like intently for a partner or figuring out for your partner. But for yourself. But for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And then the second is... Don't allow anybody to compress your vivid vivid energies, thoughts, opinions, morals. Know that there's no right or wrong in the world. There is just the cycle. Mm -hmm. You're going to have those moments in life where you feel all of the potential in the world and you're able to have that outlet and express and experience And then you're going to have cycles in your life like I did this last week where you just feel stressed (laughs) and shitty (laughs) and you have that low energy and you just need to allow yourself time in that darkness. um, Be comfortable with it. And be comfortable with it. Get to know that feeling. Sit with it. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. Know that it is a part of you. Like she talked a lot about People feeling shame or feeling afraid to be dirty. Yeah. And saying being dirty is a part of life. Yeah. You can't always be on top. Rainbow and butterflies. It's not, that's not real. It's not real. Because you can't enjoy or experience those things without experiencing and going through the dark parts of your life. Right. You're not even going to notice the good shit if you haven't been... Through something in contrast. Exactly. Like, that's just as much a part of us as the good is. And feeling what you feel is better than feeling nothing Nothing. at all. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Shivers. Um. Trying to think. Did you have wolves stuff after your... Or what part came after... Uh. Was the... Oh no, it was the one with like the rainbow of options. 
Was it the wolf part or not? Or wolves? Wolf? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Carry on, Jessica. <laughs> um, no, I just wrote a lot about like women needing to have the space and allowance to be who they are at their core. Yeah. Um, like, it's not just about surviving, it's about thriving. Mm-hmm. I didn't really, like, write down a lot of stuff when it came to, like, the animal analogies and stuff like yeah. that. Um, because they're really good, and I want you guys <laughs> to listen to it for yourself. Yes. I have to keep something secret. <laughs> I have to entice you enough to read the book. Yeah. Um... So yeah, honestly, I don't remember no, that part because okay. I didn't write that's it down. Because <laughs> then I'll spoil it. So that's good. <laughs> what What do you have next? What should we do next? Talk about next. Um. Well, one thing I wrote down, um, was, so like, at least something that stood out to me is she was kind of talking about like when we are looking for our pieces and stuff, and we kind of like hone in that. Or kind of get this like idea in our head. I don't know what kind of where it comes from. Maybe like going through our childhood or going through adolescence, teenage years, you always kind of feel alone because you are with yourself. Like, and you're kind of a stranger to yourself. You really don't know who you are until going through life. Right. But instead of like looking inward, we kind of like mask those feelings of like needing someone, which really should be our own selves. We kind of look to a partner. Yeah. And she talks about like, in, like, your partner isn't your completion. So mm. your completion is actually knowing yourself. You actually are feeling alone because there's something part of you that you haven't, like, discovered or um, you haven't taken enough time to be who you are and spend that time with your own self, your own consciousness, your own being. And I was like, that is, I am 100% relating to that. I felt like always just feeling like, woe is me, and I'm alone, and all this stuff, and even my little sister, Jenny, she texted me today, and, and like, I had responded to her text that she, she, like, had insomnia last night, and she just had this, like, depressive, like, figure in her room with, like, a cloud over its head, and it was, like, raining, and she was just, like, I'm feeling lonely, and I'm, like, what does that look like for you, like, what, what, what does lonely feel like, or what are you trying to put in that hole that is loneliness, and then, like, and then afterwards, I kind of, like, re- did that part of the book, and I was like, holy shit. I'm like, Jenny, <laughs> read this book. Yeah. I was like, you, like, honestly, you are just missing a part of yourself that you haven't discovered yet. And I'm, it's so cool that you are on that path, and, like, you are feeling the feelings of loneliness, because that's also recognizing. That means that you're now going to be searching for yeah. that. But now you need to but realize like, you're searching other it people. within yourself, <laughs> yeah. not other people. Exactly. So I'm like, stop trying to, like, fill it with another person, because think about that. You're lonely when you're by yourself, but you are your own individual. You're never alone. You, your consciousness, are you're with yourself all the time. Yeah. But you're feeling lonely? I was like question mark like what is like what does that look like for you like does this ring any bells for you so I thought that was really cool I'm like so relatable (laughs) I'm 100% there and I also feel like in those moments of loneliness I feel like eventually I come out of like situations being like 
oh, that's what I needed to learn. Oh, that, that's the piece that was missing. Or that's, I needed to learn how to communicate a certain way. Or that was triggering me. And either that person needs to adapt or I need to adapt. And like give myself more actual time alone. Like I'm feeling lonely. I need to sit in that loneliness just a little bit longer instead of creeping away, trying to like mask it or get away from it. But like there's something there inside yourself telling you that there's something off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's okay. <laughs> and that's your intuition yes. saying, hey, <laughs> Hello. listen to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. No, <clears throat> keep going. Oh, um, and then, but she also goes on like talking about a partner and stuff that when you do, uh, kind of get with a partner that you, you know, really are, uh, flourishing with, it's nourishing to your life and beneficial and all the good stuff that it's, it's not, uh, too, or too, like you come together and you become one. Mm -hmm. It's two people come together and they become a sum of their parts together. So it's not, you're my other half, you're my other half, and then together we're completed. It's actually two whole pieces, and they become so much more than actually what they were just by themselves. Even though you're completed, quote like, little quotation marks, completed, um, but that it's, it's that same thing with the synergy again, that it's going to flourish into even more than you can even imagine if you are kind of like seeking the right stuff and discovering yourselves and yeah. Yeah. She talks about it in the way of rhythm and relationship. Mm -hmm. So you can't have a mate who's going to destroy your own personal rhythm and your own personal thoughts and opinions and values, um, either consciously or subconsciously, right. you know, it's not possible. Those relationships will not last. Um, you have to have a mate who will allow you to be a mistake when you make mistakes. Who will um, think that you complete them and that their connection is through the soul no matter what. Like, yeah. And I feel like I actually found that in Joe. Like mm -hmm. when she was talking about it, I was just like... Yeah, like, our relationship recently has, like, really flourished because we've been able to have that comfortability to be able to be who we are. Like, individually. Individually, but together. But together. Yeah. Like, I, you know, he has gone through abusive relationships. I've gone through abuse, excuse me, abusive relationships and so it took us a while to actually be like vulnerable vulnerable with each other. Yeah. Like, I'll tell you, it took us dating for, oh, shoot, like th five months, I think, before yeah. we even said I love you to each other. Right. Like, <laughs> you know? And so now we're, we're like, and usually, like, that um, love honeymoon phase actually tends to leave a relationship after I believe like two years or something mm -hmm. like that um but now I'm just kind of like we're in that period of like almost to our 
Oh shoot, how long has it been? <laughs> third year, I think we're in our yeah. third year, where we're actually able to like really expose ourselves and like know that it's a safe place to it's, yeah be it, that it's a safe place, and we're actually able to be our true selves and see that oh, I'm not getting beaten down for this. I'm yeah. not getting. Um, trashed on I'm not getting um yelled at or shamed at mm-hmm. in any way for being this way all I'm getting is love and support in return and understanding and understanding exactly so like it's just nice when you actually have those examples happening in your real life yeah. where you're actually like oh yeah, that's what that is. That's what that is. So, yes. um, yeah, you don't want to choose to be or live with someone who puts forth energy where you put forth energy and you and get nothing in return. Yeah. And it gets shut down. You have to have someone who will meet or match you yeah. in that energy and excitement. Yeah. Like, you bring a dream to them and they're like, Let's live in that dream together. What does that look like? Let's take it apart. Like, what what is inspiring you to feel this way? And let's make the dream happen. Like, and let's work together. Yeah. Instead of like, excuses. oh, that dream really? That's stupid. Really, that's yeah. gonna be like so much work. That's gonna <laughs> be a million dollars. <laughs> right. It, it, you know, all the obstacles that we ourselves would automatically probably put. You know probably years before, already put in front of ourselves, like, oh, yeah, I can't do that. Or, like, put yourself down. But someone that's, like, going to be like, oh, okay, that's, like, an interesting thought, inst- like, inst- interesting uh, inspiration. Like, let's go. What, let, let's uh, discover that a little bit more. Right. Um, another thing, quote that I wrote down from her is, don't kill your source, your potential, or your ideas because of a man. Yeah. It's, <laughs> that's a whole other individual that you're killing your own light for. Yeah. So, you need to be attentive to your needs, your potential, your thoughts. Uh, they're not your completion. Yeah, exactly. You are your completion. And whatever that person brings to the table is only supposed to help enhance and boost that. Not just in you, but for you for them as well. Yeah. Yeah, vice versa, both people, right? Um, the last part that they she talks about is rage and release. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> um, do you wanna start off with that? Oh, or I don't write anything. Oh, that's exactly. okay. I'll start. <laughs> I'll just start talking, and yeah. you'll fill in the blanks. I like as it comes back because I yeah. <laughs> I told you, I want to listen to this, like, right after we're done with this podcast, I'm going to start it over again, and I know I'm going to, like, get more out of it, too. Like, I know there's stuff that I missed, for sure. I'm like, oh, so good. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> um, so, rage and release. It's normal to feel rage if you've been trapped, and we want to release that rage. Right. Um, we will always have... Bad things that happen to us, losses, trauma, moments of anger, moments of fear, 
we will always have those thoughts and memories. She called it um, and referenced something called discontos. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a way to kind of help come to terms with those memories and those thoughts. And um, one thing that we need to do is we need to be patient and kind with our rage. Um, We tend to do this for others and be patient and loving and kind to others in their moments of stress or anger sadness but we rarely do that for ourselves right it's so much easier to see a need in someone else and fulfill that need it's easy to be like oh I see that person's stress I visibly am seeing it with our eyes we're very visual people so that's going to be right in our faces but we're not like looking on that spiritual mirror and being like what am I going through I love that spiritual (laughs) mirror yes And uh, seeing, okay, I've been through bumps and bruises and uh, traumas and swellings and I've gone through these things that are still lingering and some haven't healed all the way. And what would I do for someone that I love and want to take care of and heal and uh, medicate and just do all the things that you would do for someone? You could visually see that. Yeah. So looking inward and, and also letting go of those traumas by the wayside and be like and acknowledge yeah that happened that's there and that's in my past that's over there I can acknowledge it. I can still see it and hear it feel it it's in there it's part of me but if it wasn't helping me get to the place I see myself going that's okay to leave it in the dust in the background yeah it, you can still acknowledge it's there but it's over there it's over there it's <laughs> yeah. gone it's past yeah look at it feel it Come to peace with it. Yeah. Put it to rest. Yeah. And that's what discontos is. Yes. Is that act of seeing it. I I wrote it down. Recognizing it. Blessing it. Yeah. Containing it. It helped you on your journey at that point. And then now leaving it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I even underlined those. <laughs> it's like, love it. Recognize, bless, <laughs> contain, and leave. Um, and it's okay to mourn the past and the hurt, all of the opportunities that were missed, the dreams, etc. Yeah. Um, they must be remembered, but also forgotten. Yes. Um, and be gentle when finding those resting places. Right. Um, because, yeah, if you're just chucking it over there, I don't feel like you're fully processing that that's not doing yourself any honor for what you've been through and those could be huge experiences that do need a little bit more articulation or time or you know energy to really process and then lay to rest and really just you know dig the hole for it and do the morning process of putting it in the ground and putting the dirt over it and Letting it be where it's at. And I mean, if you need to do this in a way where you're able to do it on your own, that's great. Draw it out. Map it out. She said, she mentioned, you know, writing down a timeline of your life and just putting little crosses 
in those moments in your timeline for letting you put that to rest. Right. Maybe you need help and talking to a therapist is going to help you with processing through putting to rest those pieces in your life. Yeah. I mean, we are women, we're wild women, we're strong women, but sometimes we need help. Right. And that just makes us even stronger when we recognize that we need help and we find that help. Yeah. Um, and then she just kind of ends with that we need to lay to... We need to lay our rage to rest to to find our wild woman. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, great book. Yes. That's what I recommend. Like I said, guys, it is legitimately the shortest book on the planet. Yeah. Two hours of your time. Yeah. I and listened like 30 minutes a day in one like 45 minute session or whatever. It was yeah. like super easy. And I, you know, got kids and babies running around, had to pause it, like, I don't even know how many times. Yeah. But so worth it and super chunk, bite size, snack size. They are. Yeah. I mean, you can easily, like, she does a lot of fillers with those fairy tales. Right. So you can easily just, like, listen to a fairy tale and then the lesson and then pause, pause for it. a little bit. Ponder it. Yeah. Digest, digest it. it. And then <laughs> once you've done that. Hit play, she'll move on to the next story and give enough more food for thought. And it's something that I highly recommend. Yeah. Everybody has two two hours in oh, their yeah. life. Okay. I did it this morning while I was watching my nephew. <laughs> yes. I legit, I just put my little earbuds in and let him do his thing. I was still attentive to him, but still listening to the book. Exactly. And it's a book where you can listen to it over and over again and you'll still it'll remind you of things that maybe you forgot or it will bring to light things because you're going through a different time in your life than you yeah. are than you were the time maybe before yep so exactly I might get something out of it even if I re-listen it today all together and then a week from now so yeah. it's definitely something that you can revisit probably at any time in your life and look back and do some of the exercises that she suggests and I know it's going to be beneficial and you'll love it. Yeah. Inspiration. Yay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess that wraps everything yeah, up. Yeah, baby. Beautiful bow. <laughs> I will include our wiki page where I read the introduction. I'll also include um, a link uh, to the audible book that I listened to it on. So yeah. Uh, like I said, highly recommend after listening to this podcast. I don't know why you <laughs> wouldn't listen to the book. It's much they better like to like listen to a PhD talk about things than a couple of hooligans. Hooligans. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.